When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Blackout, everyone. This is Thomas Black, your host, and once again, on a weekly basis, heading through college football, the biggest games, the biggest matchups, the best teams right here on the show each and every week. As always, this podcast is coming to you from bellyupsports.com. And this week, we are looking at the biggest matchup of the entire weekend, a top 10 matchup in the Big Ten East between Ohio State and Penn State. A big one with the Buckeyes getting Chase Young back on the field. Division title on the line, national championship aspirations. This one's got about everything you could ask for. I'll go ahead and let you know now, too. This is the Belly Up Sports Game of the Week. That means, again, you can jump on the College Football Forum on bellyupsports.com and find the thread for the matchup between the Buckeyes and the Nittany Lions. Go on there, project a winner and a final score. If you peg it exactly right, you're the only one that does it. You'll walk away with a free T-shirt from the Belly Up Sports shop. If multiple people get it right, then everybody's name is thrown into a hat and one person will be drawn to walk away with that free t-shirt. Now, let's go ahead and get some extra insight into this big-time matchup in the Big Ten. Joining the show once again from 11warriors.com, beat reporter for the Ohio State Buckeyes is Dan Hope. Dan, welcome back to the show. How are you today? Good. Thanks for having me, Thomas. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. It's good to have you, and we have got one of the marquee matchups in the entire country throughout the entire season this week as a Ohio State Buckeyes host the Penn State Nittany Lions, a top 10 matchup, a matchup that's going to define the Big Ten East. We cannot wait for this one. But Dan, the first thing I've got to get to is, you know, it's been a couple of weeks since we've seen the megastar on the field. What are things looking like with getting Chase Young back on the field for this top 10 matchup? Yep, he'll be back. He'll be fully ready to go. Obviously had the two-game suspension because of an NCAA violation, and I know we had talked about him uh, just before that all of that came out because I believe we talked before of a Wisconsin game, but yeah. missed two games against Maryland and Rutgers. The reality is they really didn't need him against Maryland and Rutgers, but they might need him in this game. So it, uh, considering the way things could have gone, it's a pretty good outcome for Ohio State to have Chase Young back for one of their biggest games of the season against Penn State. No doubt. I have to go ahead and get your opinion. I'm thinking about it right now. I wasn't planning on asking you this, but uh, because of things going on with Chase Young and the suspension and the way things are turning with the NCAA and then states regulating laws that are coming out that are going to benefit players, what are your thoughts on the whole name, image, and likeness deal that are coming across You know, in the very near future, I would assess, with the NCAA? Yeah, I, I think change is inevitable at this point. I think the NCAA is always slow to make change. They, they tend to kind of wait until their hand is forced, but I think their hand is being forced at this point. So I think there will be changes in the near future. 
unfortunately for Chase Young or James Wiseman, it's too, those changes will come too late to benefit them. But I do think that in a few years the rules are going to look different and there's going to be more opportunities for players to profit off of their name, image, and likeness. Still kind of uncertain how exactly that's going to look. There's a lot of things that the NCAA's got to work through. And I, I think the most important thing for the NCAA is making sure that everybody's on the same page. Because if you have 10 different state laws that go into effect that don't jive with NCAA regulations, then there's going to be problems. But I think that the most important thing is making sure that everybody's playing by the same rules. And from talking to Gene Smith, Ohio State's athletic director, who's very involved in this process, one of the biggest things that he's expressed concerns about is just how it how it could affect recruiting and people getting inducements to come to specific schools. So I think that's the thing and the NCAA has to try to find a way to regulate is how to prevent this from becoming a situation where schools are hiring people to then in turn go hire players and make it a pay-for-play situation. Yeah, totally. Now, as we look at this specific matchup with Penn State, we are looking at a defensive unit that can certainly cause Ohio State some more problems than they faced a lot of this year. But when they face good defenses, Wisconsin, Northwestern, we've seen Ohio State put up a lot of points. What's your assessment of this Penn State defense, and what do you expect out of the Ohio State offense? Yeah, I think this Penn State offense is really good against the run. You look at their numbers, Penn State is number one in the country with allowing only 2.19 yards allowed per carry this year. So Penn State's been really strong against the run, but if you look at the last two weeks, they've given up back-to-back 300-yard passing games. So their pass defense definitely looks to be a little vulnerable. I would think that is something that Ohio State will look to try to exploit. We've also seen, though, that we talked about it before, the Wisconsin game and how good Wisconsin's defense was. It seems like every time we go into one of these games and a defense gets hyped up as being so great at stopping the run, which is something you see a lot in the Big Ten, it seems like Ohio State always responds to that. So I think Ohio State is going to be well prepared for this game. I do think it's one of the best defenses Ohio State has faced for sure but I, I still think Ohio State's going to be able to get its points. Now, as we flip it to the other side, there certainly is some talent for Penn State, uh, but I have not been overly impressed with their offense. I think this is one of the big reasons we see the spread as big as it is in this game. But with Sean Clifford, K.J. Hamler, Pat Fryermuth, as well as Journey Brown and Noah Kane in the backfield, uh, there certainly are some weapons, uh, but I tend to believe that this Ohio State defense is going to be able to contain them an awful lot. What do you have to say about uh, the dangerous weapons they have, particularly K.J. Hamler, and then what is Ohio State going to be able to do to counter all that? Well, I think this is probably the most dangerous group of weapons that Ohio State has faced this year. In terms of K.J. Hamler and his speed, Ohio State fans remember him because he had a 93-yard touchdown against the Buckeyes last year, so he's certainly a weapon. Pat Fryermuth, arguably the best tight end in the country, so he's certainly a guy to watch. Sean Clifford, he's got a good arm. I, I think he might be the best downfield passer that Ohio State has faced this year, and I think Ohio State's defense has been excellent this year. They're, they're so much better than last year that I'd be really surprised to see Penn State come in and put up a ton of points on them. But I do think that Ohio State hasn't really had to face a, a great quarterback or great receivers yet this year. So 
I, I think Penn State's going to have the ability to do some things against Ohio State that other teams haven't done. The question is, can they do it consistently? And Ohio State's done such a good job this year of limiting big plays, and when they do make a mistake, unlike last year where we would see Ohio State's defense often compound mistakes upon mistakes, this year when something goes bad, this defense has been really resilient and it seems to respond right away. So I think Penn State's going to really have to tap into something they're going to really have to find something on film that no one else has found if they're going to really be able to score consistently at Ohio State. We already mentioned that this is looking like it's going to define the winner in the Big Ten East. Now, uh, as we look at it, uh, what is your prediction for this game? What kind of result do you think we find come Saturday night? I'm going with an Ohio State win. My prediction is 38-20. to 20. I think this will be Ohio State's closest game of the year, but that's because Ohio State has won every game by 24 points or more. I don't think this game is going to be as close as the last few games have been between Ohio State and Penn State. I think Penn State will probably make a run at some point, and it'll probably have its moments in this game, but I think overall, I think Ohio State is better on both sides of the ball. And I think the Buckeyes are ultimately going to be able to pull away and win this one by two or three scores. Yeah, I'm exactly with you on this one. I think that Ohio State certainly can win it comfortably. If they do, of course, they're going to come away through the East unscathed. You know, I expect them to be undefeated heading into the Big Ten championship game. Uh, At this point in time, who do you expect would come out of the Big Ten West? Minnesota, Wisconsin sitting there at the top of the division. How do you see that side coming out? My guess would be Wisconsin. I... I think it could go either way. I I think Minnesota is a legitimately good team, as they showed against Penn State two weeks ago. But my guess for that Minnesota-Wisconsin game would be Wisconsin winning and then having a Buckeyes versus Badgers rematch in the Big Ten championship game. Now, as we look a little bit beyond that as well, there are an awful lot of people talking about Ohio State being the best team in the country. For my money, I believe they are, uh, simply because of the defensive side of the ball and you look at LSU and what they lack on that side. Uh, But if you're talking about this Buckeyes team and projecting forward to the college football playoff, if you could give me a little insight into what you think could be the best scenario for the first round of the playoff. Who would it be that Ohio State fans should be looking for Ohio State to match up with that gives them the best chance to move on to the national title and vice versa? What would be the toughest matchup for them right now? Well, I'll start with the toughest matchup. I think the toughest matchup would be Clemson because I think I think Ohio State and Clemson are the two most complete teams in the country in terms of what they can do on both offense and defense. I think Clemson is the team that would match up with Ohio State the best. So I think in terms of the matchup you'd want to avoid in terms of the toughest path to the championship game, I would say a 2 free matchup with Clemson would probably be the worst-case scenario. I think the best-case scenario would probably be moving up to that number one seed and then getting the Pac-12 champ in an Oregon or Utah because I don't think either in Oregon or Utah would be able to match up with Ohio State. I, I think the Buckeyes would be too talented for either one of those teams and they'd probably win big so I think that would be your ideal scenario getting one of those Pac-12 teams because I just don't think it would be a close game. Dan it is going to be an awesome finish down the stretch in the Big Ten a lot of stuff to look forward to not only this week with Penn State but of course the big one with Michigan next week as well so I hope you have a great time with it enjoy it enjoy covering those guys and hey I'm glad you get to see Chase Young back on the field once he hits the field this weekend. 
Thank you so much for having me as always, Thomas. It's always a good time talking to you. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you again sometime soon. Sounds good. He is Dan Hope. And of course, you can always find all of his work at 11warriors.com or on Twitter at Dan underscore Hope. And as you look at this matchup coming up this weekend between the Buckeyes and the Nittany Lions, I just think you're looking at an Ohio State team that is going to overwhelm Penn State at certain times on both sides of the field. Defensively, I think they've got too many pieces for Penn State's offense to really be effective throughout the game. And offensively, I believe they can stress this defense too many different ways to be able to slow them down really effectively throughout the game. Give me Ohio State over Penn State 41-17. Now, as I get ready to close out this episode of the show, I've got to tell you, you have got to be paying attention, whether it's on bellyupsports.com, whether it's on Twitter, on the Blackouts Facebook page, or whether it's on next week's podcast. I want you to pay attention to those outlets because next week in the coming days, I'm going to have new info on stuff that's going to be happening on the podcast. You see, I've been working behind the scenes, working on some details that I think are going to be a lot of fun for listeners everywhere. And I want each and every one of you to be a part of it. Just remember to keep an eye out on social media and on bellyupsports.com or just listen out for the podcast next week. Here's a little hint for you. We will be having some fun stuff going on here on the show. Until then, thank you so much for listening and keep an eye out for new things coming here on The Blackout. I'm your host, Thomas Black, and I'll be with you again next time. We'll be right back.